0: let me talk to you. Welcome one and all to Not Just A Guy, the show about, by, and for struggling storytellers. I'm your host, Not Just A Guy, the guy, Garrett Briones. Welcome to 2024. Uh, This is the first Not Just A Guy of the year. Uh, I'm so excited uh, to be kicking off this this new era, I guess, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about the show and, and what I like about it and, uh, you know, what what changes I can make to maybe broaden it a little bit. Um, not, not in the sense of trying to make it change in any significant way, but to hone in, to focus a little bit more. I, I find that sometimes it, it, it can be a little... It can be a little difficult to explain to people what the show is. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, because it is almost kind of too broad of an idea. And then I think, you know, I had my my stretch of guest episodes. And I was starting to find a groove in there. Um, and so I think that for, for me going forward is I just want to try and hone in. like Not let it be so much just just almost too wide of a of an idea of what the show is um so I'm hoping that I can sort of start that now uh, and start that with almost kind of themes or or a a central topic that carries over from episode to episode for a month or so uh, in this month January I really want to focus on mental health and specifically mental health as a storyteller. I kind of touched upon this when I was talking to uh, to Chris Hall um, a few episodes back. That would have been episode 11 and a half because I I just ha- try to have fun with all the numbers. Um, and, and I had a question from um, editor Emily um, that was towards Chris Hall uh, to ask him about, about mental health and about trying to... You know, always be cognizant of that as, as, you know, those of us that are in this industry and in any walk of life, really. But, um, it's, it's something that we all need to kind of think about and always be aware that that's always going to affect our work and our output and whatever we're doing that involves other people, that that's always something that is going to be a great effector or a great, um, A great... It's always going to have... It's going to be a big influence, I should say. That's maybe kind of the best way to put it. Um, I really think that it is something we need to talk about. And something that I'm so happy to see so many different mediums and shows and things like that talking about. I know that for myself, it plays a a gigantic role in everything that I do. And this last year has been a lot... There's been a lot going on in my head and in how it's affected me and my work and how I view myself as a storyteller. I talked about in the last um, episode that I have been so incredibly harsh and mean to myself. Um, that was the biggest thing I had to learn and overcome in the last uh, you know year and some change um, is to be more forgiving and be a lot... To be more open-minded to myself, and I—it sounds so weird for me to say, but I think that I need to realize that you know, beating the crap out of myself isn't gonna do me any good when the world's already doing that to me. And so, going into this this topic, uh, you know, there's gonna be three episodes here in in January. Still gonna do every other week. Um, there's gonna be three different ways I'm looking at it, and so. And this is a topic that probably never, you know, that will be revisited. You know, we're going to do it for this month. And then I think we're going to, I, I see myself revisiting it multiple times um, in different, very different avenues. But the big one today is burnout. Um, that is something that has been coming up a lot in, in my own life. And we, and I, and I, and I, I think other storytellers can um, can relate to this. There's this idea that we constantly have to be creating and we constantly have to be writing and being on a set and uh, directing or coming up with the next idea or always having a pitch and always uh, just always being available, always being ready to make something. And that's that's a very unrealistic expectation. You know, there are people that are, are workaholics, there are people that that, you know, they love to work and and work like they, they just have to, for them to feel accomplished. And, and my hats off to those people. Um, I know many people that are like that. Um, but there has been this ongoing thing where it's like that you, this idea of, you know, rising and grinding and, and pushing yourself beyond your, your limits. Um, it don't you know i i think there is a time for that you know pushing beyond what you expect of yourself or what you've set upon expectations you've set upon yourself but for that to be for that to be something that you do every day or, or that that be the the normal expectation that's very unrealistic and i and i speaking to burnout i i think for me i have really really, really, really been trying my absolute best to get any kind of creative work out there because I just feel like I'm behind, I guess, in life and in my career. And so I find that it, it leads to me going, okay, well, uh, and this happened with the my audio drama that I'm still working on. And I was I started working on that at the end of let's see 2022. And it was a little more spaced out and then I had it was a little more spaced out because I was still working my my you know 9 to 5 job and I was able to kind of work on it sometimes there because I I really had no time to work on it when I got got home because I would get home I would work out after a long drive home, you know, sometimes in an hour, an hour and a half, almost two hour drive to get home. And I would just be so incredibly mentally drained. Um, and so that, that was the first kind of burnout was just my, my mind was firing off. My mind had so many ideas it wanted to put on, on the page, but my body just could not keep up. My body was so physically burnt out because, You know, even just sitting in a chair. You know, I'd be most of the day. I'd be sitting in a chair, you you know, logging orders, doing different things, shooting back emails, all these things. But then I, you know, a good other percent of the job was getting up and lugging around heavy film equipment, loading up carts, pushing carts around, building all these complex orders. You know, running, running down. You know, going all the way down to one end of the facility, coming all the way back up. It just it was that so there was it was taxing in that sense and then you know fitness is a is a big part of my life it's very you know i see so many people say this and it is it for me it's it is kind of true it's a little bit therapeutic you know just kind of this very intimate sort of thing you know you throw on a pair of headphones you put on a podcast or music and you just you do this thing that is you're you're getting out you you're releasing all these things inside of you you're you're feeling good and you know you're pushing your body to its limit and and you're involving your your mental capacity as well you know you're having to your brain's having to fire off and do all these complex things um and so that was always a big that that's always been a very you know since I was about 13 14 15 like that's been a very important part of my life and so I would work this job where, you know, I'd have to get up, you know, and this isn't, I'm not trying to complain. Other people have much worse off than, than me, but I'm speaking to my own experience. So it, I'm not trying to be all boohoo, you know, complaining, but you know, I was waking up at like six or so, um, needing to leave at about like seven thirty, drive an hour and hope I made it by eight thirty. um. So that I could clock in and get my full eight hours and not, uh, you know, lose any time. Uh, otherwise, if I clocked in at nine, which is my actual scheduled time, then I'd have to stay till uh, 530. Um, and then my and my hours would always fluctuate all the time because we were, I was going between two different facilities, um, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, starting at, at the beginning of last year, it was an hour, no matter what, it was an hour to work, Whether I no matter what facility I was going to, and then trying to get back home, no matter what facility I went to, it was either an hour, if I was, if I was absolutely lucky, and the universe wanted to give me a break, it was an hour to get home, otherwise, it was an hour and a half, or sometimes almost two hours sitting in my car, trying to get home, you know, the sun's going down, and I would get home about you know, 6.30, 6.45, 7.30, sometimes like 7.15. Um, and I just knew like, well, I, I would really like to work out, you know, kind of relieve some of that that stress. And so I would do that, you know, get done, try and eat a quick meal and it's already 8, 8.15, 8.30. And my body, it, it, that's where the physical burnt. We're going to talk about multiple kinds of burnt out. Um, so right now we're focusing on the, the physically, you know, the physically burnt out. My, my body would just give out. I would just have to put on a movie or, or sometimes maybe play a game, but really I, I, you know, and I think I really didn't get to play as many games last year as I wanted to like all the way through, just be it. it, it, Once I moved away from that job, I I was able to, but yeah, it was like, I just kind of needed something Something where I didn't have to be a an active um, role in it, you know. With the movie, you are sitting there and you're watching it. TV show, you're sitting there, you're watching it. Like I was just, I couldn't do anything, and and I would have to hope that. Well, I hope tomorrow I have free time at work when I can write, because I I know this week I'm not going to be getting any writing done because my body just can't keep up with my mind right now. Like I'm just so physically burnt out and, and spent, I, I can't, I can't, you know, I know it's, it seems crazy, but it's like, I can't just sit in a chair and watch and you know stare at another screen. Uh, That's what I've been doing all day. Um, even if I really want to write this scene, I just, I, I couldn't, my body just was, it was sending me every conceivable signal that you need to rest and you, you can't do this right now. And then, you know, weekends would roll around, and, and I'd have – because of my schedule, I had to basically punt every plan that I had to the to the weekend so that I could spend time with my loved ones. And uh, and so, you know, more riding never got done. More riding never got done. More riding didn't get done. There we go. Um, and so that was um, – that uh, the first half – or I would say the first fourth of last year, the first like 25% was really – Really trying to figure out the physical burnout of it all, that it was just so it was so much and it was just so taxing. And then I think off the back of that, you know, I I moved on from the job I was at. So I was no longer constricted to a 40 hour a week, nine to five job uh, Monday through Friday. And so through that, I the physical burnout kind of started to subside, subside a little bit. I can't even talk um, you know, I was able, my schedule is a lot more flexible. Um, I was starting to move into my job in education. So I was able to kind of bounce around between places, figure out spots that were close, not too far. And then I was able to work out after work and it would only be like, let's say three, you know, three, three thirty when I would get home. And like, that's, that's a much better, you know, that's a much better deal. Like I, I, was able to, you know, I would get home and the sun would still be out, it'd be about four o'clock and I, I'd get a meal in me and I was like, okay, well, I kind of feel like I can, I can take on the world. Like I was, I, I felt like the, the, you know, my, not to brag or anything. I think my physicality started to show that like it was, it, my body, I was getting regular, you know, I was getting in like into a regimen and my body was, was like, okay, we can do this. We can go home and we can work for uh, a few more hours. Like I would basically, it's almost like I clocked out and then like I had a long lunch basically where I could work out and then go eat. And then I would come home and I would have so many hours left. I would, you know, if like, say I, I usually go to bed at like 1030 at the latest. um You know, I get, get showered, eat all that after the gym. It's about four o'clock, you know, 334 o'clock that's still, that's seven, six and a half hours I can use. And, and that was, and that, that was what was so, so nice was the burnout kind of started to subside a little bit because I had this nice work life balance. Like it was, it was work, creative work. And then I was just able to work, you know, able to have life again. And, and I think that That was, that was, that was going well, but then I think I was reaching a, I think I was reaching a different kind of burnout, which was then the mental burnout started to happen. Um, you know, I'm working, I'm working, but the thing about education is, you know, then the summer rolls around, classes start to end and I, I realized, oh crap. Um, okay, well there's going to be a good month and a half two months where work is going to immediately dry up and so I I try to work as much as I could focus very much more on the the paid work the work that was going to keep the lights on and and so I I did that and then the summer rolled around and and I I tried my best to get another kind of job um the cards just you know the deck just wasn't I don't want to say the deck was sacked against me but the cards were not in my favor and I just wasn't able to get another, another job. And so by the time that I would be applying for more, I knew that, you know, my school gigs were going to come back. And, and so the, during the summer, that's really when I, I hit a, a, like a mental wall where it was just like, I was setting these expectations for myself when it came to my writing. Cause it was like, I felt, and, and it led to me being probably mean to myself, but I felt like. I felt like crap most days because I was like well you you need to keep riding because like at least that's something that's some kind of work that's you know you're not getting paid for it but you need to get this thing off the ground like you you need to get this thing off the ground before the end of the year is how I felt um and I had already had the first season done and so then rather than kind of like sit for a bit I immediately was like okay we're going straight into season two like, you gotta keep this momentum going uh, uh, going and I don't think I realized that I was starting to get a little bit burnt out because I I was I was trying to make sure I was getting enough work to pay the bills and then I was also make trying to make sure I, I had all these things written I wanted to have 12 uh, 12 scripts written which would have been two seasons and I think by the time I finished the ninth uh you know I finished halfway through um I I think that um, when, when I got to that ninth episode and I finished it, I, I was struggling and I could tell because my I, I was reaching a point of mental burnout and I could tell because um, I was doing everything to not write. like I would I would write like two characters going back and forth and then I would change the song that I was listening to on YouTube or and then I but then I would go down a rabbit hole doing that or I would go, oh, I'm just gonna check Twitter for one minute and then I would lose myself in doing that. Um, it, it was becoming like, I was kind of trying to do everything. I was putting on shows to watch. Like I don't usually, when I'm writing, I don't like to have, I don't like to have some other kind of like scripted thing on. I don't even really like to have podcasts. I don't like music is okay, but I, like, I almost, I prefer music that doesn't have words when I'm, when I'm writing for the most part. I I, I don't like any words. Uh, That's just, that's been something about my process that I've noticed. I don't like to, I, uh, like I said, music I can, I can kind of get away with. Um, but I, I don't like, um, I don't like dialogue for the most part. And then I don't like spoken stories. So I, I can't listen. It, like sometimes it, some music is, is kind of hard because I usually listen to music for the vibes or for the, the feeling. Cause I'm trying to ingrain that sort of feeling into whatever I'm writing. Um, and so yeah i just I, I was finding every reason to not write without just outright telling myself you need to stop writing um and so then yeah during the summer very much when it was when i was already jumping jumping ahead and working on season 2 without really getting season 1 into production um i i reached big time mental burnout like i was just and especially cuz it was like i I was still trying to find like, who am I even going to work on this thing with who who's got my back on it? Because it, it's it. And then I think that that was another thing was like, I was stressing so much about like, well, I need to get, I need to get this person cast. I need to get this and I need to get that. And I need someone help. I need someone to help me record these. And I like, what kind of equipment am I going to need? And so I reached another level of, of burnout. Then that, that was the the mental burnout that I was going through. And then at a point I just had to go, okay, well, I can't I can't write the rest of this season. Or or it's gonna be it, it is going to be forced. It's going to be my my burnout is going to permeate through the work. It is going to adversely affect these stories that I want to tell because they're going to feel rushed. They're going to feel I, I was I was worried that you would be able to feel that fact that I was just trying to get to the end. I wasn't telling the story. I was just trying to get the story out. Um, so yeah, I, and I haven't really even looked at the, you know, they'll need to to be polished and, and, uh, you know, do revisions. I, I haven't looked at them really since the summer because I just, uh, I, I know that that's not where I need to have my, my head. And, And then so, and then we get to another point where the, the third part of this story, um, of last year of the, of the burnout I felt last year, we get to. I don't know if you want to call it creative burnout um, necessarily, or like productive burnout, or or I don't know. I or I, it was another form of burnout where I was dead set on starting to record the audio drama last year. I was dead set. I was going to do it. I I had already cast two people beside myself and you know, still looking for other people to cast in it. And, you know, some people, you know, some people got back to me and, and let me know that it, you know, maybe acting in it wasn't for them. And I appreciated that. And there was other people that just kind of left me floating and like never, you know, would commit and tell me like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to send in an audition. And I didn't hear for those people for months on end. Um, And, you know, and I appreciated like you know, I had someone tell me like, you know, I, I don't think, um, the acting side is going to be the right fit for me, but helping you out behind the scenes like that, I appreciated that because at least, you know, that was, that was something that was communication. Um, I always prefer that or, or, you know, I can help you in this way or, or just a straight up, I can't do it. Then just kind of getting aimlessly floated. Um, but also I understand everyone's going through their own things. Everyone's got, got stuff. Um, I don't want to make this about that. Uh. But, yeah, it was sort of like another form of burnout, and I think I think it was like – I don't want to call it creative burnout because I, I think about creative ideas every single day and, like, I think about them on the drive to work when I listen to a song. It, it's never going to be creative burnout, but I think – I think, yeah, it, would, it was almost was like, yeah, like I said produ- – I don't know if that makes sense, like productive burnout. I had two kinds of burnout. I'll get to the second one that were happening kind of concurrently. Um, so that one was like this, this, in the sense of like, I, I felt like I had to be doing something like things were going too well, I guess, in my life, you know, I, I was working out before I went to work. So that was, didn't have to worry about that after work, go to work, only work like three hours. Um, and so it was like this burnout in the sense, like, okay, well, like when I get home, I, I have to, okay, well, it's only. You know, I when I get home, a shower, all that, eat. It's only two thirty, three o'clock. I have to do more work. I have to figure out. I have to, I have to figure out right now how I'm going to, to produce this audio drama. How I'm going to record. How I'm going to direct. All these things. It was setting these dates. Like, okay, I have to record with so and so on this day. I have to start production this day. I have to get all of this person's uh, every character they're going to play. I need to get all their like it was, it was kind of setting unrealistic expectations. Like I was setting days to record with people when I still didn't know yet how I was going to do that. It was like trying to force myself to come up with these solutions, but not giving myself time to do so. And the time, the space, the runway to, to really figure out how I was going to do that. And, and yeah. And so I was getting so tired from that. And then you know, this show is about struggling storytellers, Uh, the holidays were coming up and I knew I had, you know, I had like a list of of people I wanted to get stuff. And I, I, I I kind of was still recovering from holiday season 2022. Um, That, that took a, that was a big financial hit because I had, you know, I had that, that job security. I had that, that, you know, that the job I was working and, you know, holiday season 2022, I saw myself working at that job for another, you know, six months to a year. Like I thought I would be there for quite some time. Um, so I had that financial security in my head. Um, cause I, I at least thought I'd make it to the end of the school year, which would have been in June. So I was like, you know, always like, I had a good amount of money. Like I was making a decent living at that job. Um, and I had a lot of, you know, money, you know, I had a lot of X, you know, like, uh, what's the term? Uh, uh, disposable income. There we go. I had I had that, and um, you know, I was buying. You, you know, I I I'm a purveyor of eBay. You know, I peruse on there. I I like you know I'm I like I like the comics. So I was buying a lot of comics on there for pretty good prices. Um, you know, I bought like a incredibly reduced price Xbox because my buddy told me about it. Like it was an insane deal not to, uh to snatch up and. And I got so caught up in that, like, oh man, I don't have to worry about this. I have money. Like, and and I can keep doing my creative stuff. You know, I that was before I, I realized how shunted to the side the creative stuff was getting. Uh, but I was I was so I was so uh like I, I felt so comfortable that yeah, you know, that that holiday season, a lot of my my money went to my, you know, to buying gifts for my loved ones, which I love doing. And I don't, I don't regret doing. Uh, and because I got them stuff that they needed, stuff that I thought they would want and stuff that I, that would help them. And, um, and yeah, I don't have any regrets doing that. I, but I also know that, you know, I was in a little bit of, of a financial, I was, uh, I was fighting an uphill battle, um, financially. And then, you know, than having to move, um, from where I was and, and making an hour commute to work, you know, that was a lot more gas getting guzzled. And, uh, and then, so I was still trying to climb out of that hole when I, I ended up having to leave that job. I just couldn't, you know, I, I, if I could have stayed, I would have, but I just, it wasn't sitting right with my soul too. So I left and, and you know, as uh, my my education job, you know, for the first half of the year, I was balancing from place to place. Um, and I made enough to get by. Summer was really rough, so I already had one hole that I was trying to dig out of. And then it's like, uh, by the time the summer came around, I had an an entirely other, like, separate hole that was getting dug under me. And then I, you know, I started to patch it up a little bit, you know, here and there. Uh, my current job, I make a a decent living, and then, uh, holiday season 2023 comes around, so that, you know, and, and I try to be a little bit smarter this time around, you know, maybe less things, but things that mean more emotionally, um, and more sentimentally to people, um, and I think I did a pretty good job, um, but I, um, I really think that, um, I, so that at that point, I think I had two converging kinds of burnout. This this pushing myself to get something made because I have to because I think I have to, otherwise 2023 was a waste in my mind at the time. And then this financial burnout, like this just stress about money and just this exhaustion of what money I did have. And I think those two things really just kind of rammed together. Um, by the time December came around, um, because, but part of me was like, I, I, you know, those two things collided at, at a point where I was like, well, I, I gotta start. I gotta start because I kept setting these dates in my mind. Like the audio drama has to start in, in February or March. The educational series I'm working on has to launch in January. Um, you know, uh, you know, the, you know, just all these different things, um, and they they hit me like a freight train in, in December where I was just like I knew that my you know, I knew my job. You know, I before I got re-upped, um, I, my job status was in the air. Thankfully, it's not for for a few more months. Um, and and so I was just stressing out about that. It's just I just all these things knowing that I wouldn't be working the last couple of weeks of the year. And so, I you know, I have to it'd be a little bit in between time between paychecks. You know, student loans. Eventually, you know, coming in—that's a whole different story. Um, just all these things, and so they—they they hit me like a freight train. And I really had to think, like, okay, let's pause. You—you you are burnt out. You are—you have gone ups and downs, hills and valleys. You, but—but but it took me to finally look in the mirror and just realize and say to myself, "You are burnt out. You have—you have gone through this multiple times this year." And at the time, you didn't realize what it was, but all these times this year, you have been burnt out. And while there were highs, there were many lows, and the lows kind of maybe overcame some of the highs in that I needed to see, like, you have been burnt out more than you want to admit this year because you, I almost feel like, I feel like I felt like my burnout wasn't valid. Like me, I, I, I wasn't valid in saying, Oh, I'm burnt out. Like I couldn't admit it because I felt like, well, I, I have these friends that are on sets all the time that are, that are doing all these things that are working multiple jobs and all, all this. And so it's like, I can't say I'm burnt out if, if they aren't saying that they're burnt out. Um, I, I, I'm not allowed to, I'm not, I don't have, there's no validity to me saying that. And, and, and it speaks to me having to try and be nicer to myself and stop putting myself down to try and elevate myself in a way, uh, that it's like, I'm trying to put myself down. Um, I'm trying to put myself down so that it like motivates me to get back up and that makes no sense. I I so like to and, and to have this kind of epiphany or or clarity to see that to see to even be able to admit that right now is like kind of mind boggling to me like for me to be able to say yes I was burnt out and and it was multiple kinds of burnout it was mental it was physical it was financial it was um just just plain old. Not you know having to realize and remember I'm only human, Um, because yeah I I I so badly want to get my stories into the world, but I need to always remember, and I hope that maybe some some of the you know you listeners out there need to remember it's like we always want to put our best foot forward. You know we don't want when we finally get the chance to tell our stories we don't want it to be compromised, or lesser than what we imagine it to be, or just not the best version of of what it can be. And I think I was putting myself in a position where it was like, if I tell these stories now in this shape, they're not going to be the best version of what they what I know they can be. Um, They won't be the most truthful, because they're just being, you know, I'm just trying to shove them out into the world. And so it was, so I had to learn from every every step of of being burnt out um, because in the, and that's a thing it's like the thing about burnout is you're never gonna just magically overcome it you're always gonna get burnt out you're gonna get burnt out on thing on on watching a certain genre movie you're gonna get burnt out on uh, reading a certain type like for example last year I read 19 and a half books most of them were Star Wars books because I was trying to I needed um, I needed to read I mean, I was reading a lot of them. I mean, I was reading all of them because I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I just wanted to read Star Wars. Uh, but I was also doing it in the sense, like I wanted to read sci-fi and uh, stuff like that on the printed page, uh, just to kind of help me write the audio drama. To, and And one of those Star Wars books was a a printed, a bound, you know, uh, audio drama script, uh, and that really helped. That that made that helped me figure out my format that helped me um, in so many ways on my audio drama, so I was doing it for, like, for fun and for research, but, like, I didn't only read Star Wars books last year, because I would have gotten burnt out on only, you know, when I reading three, four, five Star Wars books in a row, so it's, like, I would read one, maybe two, then I would go back to my, you know, I I started the year reading The Stand, and, um, and then I was Uh, you know, then I, like I read Dune, um, or I finished reading Dune. I had started it a few years back, um, finished reading Dune, read a few Star Wars books and stuff in between. Then I read Dune Messiah. Uh, read a few more like another Star Wars book and then I read like the first Jack Reacher uh, the Killing Floor because I enjoyed the show Um, a couple of, you know in 2022 and then I knew the next show was coming out so it's like or the next season was coming out so I was like oh let's have fun and, and read the, the book like see how book Reacher compares to show Reacher and then yeah like and then I was like okay well I'm reading Star Wars books like I I'm gonna read the Star Wars archive books and and so, like, it's not uh, fiction. It's it's what happened, you know, behind the scenes, things like that. And so, all that is to say, like, when it comes, I, I it's funny. It's like I, my mind knows to pivot when I'm like doing stuff for fun or for pleasure. Like, it knows, like, dude, you can't keep, you know, you're you're. It, it's the same thing. Like, yeah, you know, when I'm watching movies, I don't always want to watch a superhero movie. Sometimes I want to watch a Western or I want to watch a sci-fi or sometimes I want to watch a rom-com and, or when I'm playing games, it's like, okay. Yeah. Sometimes I want to play. I I don't always want to play something like resident evil. I love resident evil, but it gives me anxiety and it it makes my, my heart pump out of my chest. So I don't always want to play something like resident evil. Sometimes I want to play something like star Wars where, you know, like star Wars, Jedi fallen uh, order or a survivor. Like last year I was playing survivor. Um, Something where, it puts more of the power in your hands, uh, from the get go, um, and you know something like that. You know, you you know when you're enjoying things or when you're when you're taking in your entertainment that you're gonna eventually reach burnout. So I think it was like having to retrain my mind that like, dude, it's okay to have burnout in your work and in your creative endeavors. Um, because yeah, it was like I would almost. I would I would go so hard into one aspect that something would eventually get burnout. out, I would address that and then I would push something else to get burnout. out. And so it's like going into this year, it's trying to strike that balance. Find find the perfect I mean there but there is no perfect balance. That's the thing. Um, but to to go easier on myself and be able to look at what I'm doing and assess that in in, in the cipher that uh, you're getting burned out, buddy. Like, you, truly, you are getting burnt out, and you need to take a step back. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. It is perfectly okay to take a break. Like, for the last few weeks, I haven't written anything, or I haven't, you know, like, uh, I mean, I've, I've written stuff down in notebooks or in, like, my notes app, but I haven't, like, written anything. I haven't written dialogue. I haven't planned anything out. I haven't outlined. I, I've thought of ideas, and... I've thought of like, Oh, that would be an interesting way to do this or, or to take this or, Oh, I would like to do this in my short film. But I realized I was like, you know what, we're going to, I decided to be proactive because I could tell I was reaching another, you know, with the financial burnout and the just pushing myself to do something burnout on the audio drama. Because I was like, if you don't make it, you're wasting your time. And it's like, no, no, you really didn't, man. Like, I wrote a whole season and a half of an audio drama last year. Like, that, that's commendable. Like, that, that's – I'm not going to say, like, that's enough. But, like, that's a feat in itself. Like, that is really cool that you did that. And you already have two people cast. And you have someone that wants to help out behind the scenes however they can. And that's an achievement in its own. You know, like, that's an accomplishment in its own. Like, you got to this point. Next year, it can be the production year. Like, relax. You don't have to have it all done by a certain point. So I I proactively took like a break from that thing. You know, I knew I'd be going home for like a week and, you know, and some change. So I was like, I'm just going to go home and not worry about that stuff. Yeah, I'll take my notebook and I'll take my laptop in case I come up with anything. But like, no. And so I just took a break. I watched movies. I ate whatever I wanted. I just did. I just mellowed out and just lived. Um, and I think that that's going to be, and, and it's created that, that hunger and that insatiable thirst, uh, to, you know, kind of get my creative juices flowing again. Like and now I'm actually like, I'm so looking forward to starting production. I'm starting to figure out how I'm even going to, um, start making an audio drama. That might be one of the topics in the next couple of, of months as I start to make it. It's like, um, I might talk about that, you know, because so, I think that this is a, a format and a medium that is perfect for people that can't yet make their short films or they have these ideas that they would want to make like, a, you know, almost like a feature length idea, um, but they don't have the budget and they aren't just aren't there yet in their career. I really kind of want to, uh, you know, as uh, you know, we'll see how it goes, but I, I can really see myself being a champion of this medium because I think it is it's helped me so much, um, getting to write and, and plan out the, this, this really big story I want to tell. Um, it's, it, it's going to be a huge undertaking to tell it. Um, and I really hope it finds an audience, uh, because I, I'm really passionate about it, but yeah, like I think that this year is a lot, a lot more about being, being okay with taking things a step at a time. Uh, I, I saw my friend uh, Johnny Rome post this and, and on their Instagram about, about the year. And it was, and I'm paraphrasing. Um, but what they said really hit me was just like this idea that we have time. You know, we, we think about that. And I, I talk to my girlfriend about this all the time. We have time. Like we – I put these very unrealistic expectations on myself because I see people that are similar ages to me, younger – or in the past, you see like so and so made it at twenty, quote unquote, made it, uh, made it at twenty five, or made it at thirty, and I just turned twenty five, and so like I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I it, if I don't make it by the time I'm thirty, I, I've wasted so much time, like I'm a failure, like I I won't be taken seriously, like what if I don't make it by the time I'm twenty seven, like oh, will some of my best years be behind me and. I don't think you can look at it like that. It's just, it's, uh, story, being a storyteller in any medium, especially the one I'm trying to make it in film, it's, it is a journey and you, it's lightning in a bottle. And, um, it, it just because it happened one way for someone doesn't mean it's going to happen that way for you. Um, I know people that are in their 40s that have, that are still on the journey, still trying. And they haven't quote unquote made it, you know, they haven't made their big feature, they haven't, they're not jumping project to project, they're, they're still trying to get things off the ground, like 20 years older than me, and, and I have to realize that it's okay, that I don't have it all figured out. Just because I'm 25 doesn't mean I, I should have it all figured out. I think when I was younger, I thought I would have it all figured out by this age, but when, as you get older, you just realize that's kind of just not, you know, that for some people that's true, but for, for someone like me in the field I'm in, that's not um, realistic. And, um, and it, it's about learning to be okay with that. I think that's the biggest thing is that I've had to learn to be okay with that. And I have, I've had to learn to be okay with the fact that I'm not okay, um, that I, I need to branch out and reach out and, and let people know I'm tired and I am at my wits end and I am running myself into the ground and I need help. And, um, you know, my girlfriend has been a, um, a, a huge support in that. And she has been one of the, the people that has told me it's okay. Like you, you're set, you know, you're acting like, you know, someone set these, these, uh, you know, timelines and these, um, deadlines for you, but you're the one who set them. There's, there is, there's no one making you do that. And just the way that she, she helps me out and pushes me. It, it, it helps me. It makes me feel like I can do anything. And that is one of the most invaluable things, um, that someone can give you, um, and Twy, I lover. Uh, and she's editing this very episode. So I didn't just say that just because she's editing it. Um, but yes, I think it is very important that we as storytellers that we we always kind of have a health check that we make sure not only you know physically and mentally um, but that we realize like we we don't have to always be creating that it is uh, okay to give your mind a break to give yourself a break to. Take in other stories that you love because when you go back to your other, you know, your own work, you can it might have an influence. It might make you see things a different way. You know, seeing how someone else did something similar. Um, that that's like the biggest thing is like for that I've had to understand that yes, there are so many people I know that are consistently working, and I my hat's off to them, and I respect the absolute heck out of them, and I'm so happy for them but I have to remember I'm not them, you know, and they, and they aren't me. And we are on our own journeys. They're doing their thing. I'm doing my thing. Um, and, and that's okay. Um, but we always, we need to, to take it, you know, we need to take the temperature. We need to, we need to see how we're doing. And, and so that's why I I'm big on trying to you know, not only to grow the show and, and by having these topics, but also to to talk about things that we need to be thinking about as storytellers. whether, you know not even just on how we're crafting our stories, but also how we're doing as story, how we're doing as people because the people behind the storytellers are just as important as our storytelling personas. Um, and and I know that, you know, while my work is very therapeutic, you know, my my creative work, you know, so many of my characters are, they're pieces of me. They are me in in the same way this podcast is me bearing my soul to the world, and it, it has been since since the first episode. Um, a lot of my characters in my in my work are that they are, they're pieces of me. That's why I voice some of them. and why in the audio drama, there's a lot of there's a lot of the characters in there that I wrote, that I'm I'm going to be doing the voice for. Uh, and it's not just because I think some of them are pretty badass, but uh, um, a lot of them are—they're me, and and they—they uh, they are. I I feel such a, a kinship and a connection with them that I'm like, well, I might as well do the voice because um, I'm pulling from from the you know one because I do want to act, and and two, it's like I'm—they are me. They are a piece of me. They are if if. If there is a part of me that, you know, there are some things I, I withhold on this show um, and in just on social media and things like that. Like these characters might be, if you ever wanted a Rosetta Stone to Garrett, the person, these characters might – these characters and their, and their afflictions and what they go through and their relationships with other people um, might give you more of an insight into me um, and, and the, try- like the kind of stories I'm trying to tell. Um, and so – it's it's trying to I'm trying to be more introspective even more so than I have been and and let those to not only just talk about experiences but talk about like what is actively going on inside my head and and how I'm feeling because I hope that by doing so there's other people out there that feel the same way it isn't just like this show being a roadmap for what you you can follow or not follow to on your journey as a storyteller but like to know that there are other people in other mediums and other walks of life that that feel the same way and are going through those same trials and tribulations. That it that it is not a path that you are walking alone. And so that's why I think this month, uh this month's topic of mental health is very important. Um, because it's it's always it's gonna have um if, if you aren't addressing it, it is going to have an effect on everything that you do. Um, so I'm I'm trying to be as open and honest about how I feel what what's been eating and nagging at me, uh, and I hope that I did that a lot in today's talking about burnout. Uh, next episode uh, in two weeks that one is going to be about comparing careers. This is something I've talked about uh, with Johnny Rome. It's something I've talked about with my my girlfriend and and other friends. It's like it is it is something that it very much eats at me um and, and and racks and I rack my brain around why it it it's such a uh, it has become such a it is it, it is more frequent in my life that I do it than than I wish I did and so that is that's something that we I definitely want to dive into maybe get some other people's um thoughts on it as well um, I'm also trying to do, uh, change the format of the show in the sense like I want, uh, I want to get, uh, you know, maybe if I can't get someone for a full guest episode, but I really think that they would contribute, um, something very valuable, trying to see if they can send in audio, something like that. Um, I'm working on that, trying to make each episode, not like, a, um, I don't want to say like a documentary, but like, like it feels like it has a beginning, middle and end, um, So, we're uh, something I'm thinking about uh, as we go into the next few episodes. Um, But yes, next episode will be continuing mental health as a storyteller and it will be specifically about me talking at you about comparing careers. So, as we wind down, I I always, these call to actions, I always kind of forget to do them, but uh, I would very much appreciate if you could check out the. Instagram and the. Do I even have anything else out? Uh, honestly, just check out the Instagram and the TikTok. Um, uh, not just a guy prod. N O T J U S T A G U I P R O D on both of those. Not just a guy prod. Um, the Instagram is almost at 50 followers. Uh, so that would mean a lot if we could get that one up. That is the, the home and the hubbub of everything I'm doing. This podcast, the the audio drama, the, all that. Um, we do have a YouTube channel. I have posted some, uh, I think I'm going to go back to just doing audio only for a little while. Uh, just, it's just not, you know, um, it, you know, what I'm putting in isn't exactly being reflected, uh, in, in viewers and things like that. But if we can get those back up, you know, if, um, we have a couple subscribers. So, I mean, if you want to go to the YouTube channel, not just a guy productions subscribe there, maybe we can get the numbers up and, uh, start, doing more on there. And as I said, um since this is an audio podcast, I would very much appreciate any listens and reviews. Um those really help grow the show. And so I would very much appreciate that. Downloads, tell your friends to listen. Um I would very much, you know, share it however you can. I it means the absolute world to me when I see people doing that. So yeah, there's the call to action section that I almost always forget to do, but I actually remembered this time. That is going to do it though. For this week's edition of Not Just A Guy, I have been your host, Not Just A Guy, The Guy, Garrett Briones, and I'll talk at you next time. This has been a Not Just A Guy production.